Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hi, my golf friends, and welcome back to Above Par. Super glad that you're here. The day before Thanksgiving, this is dropping, but hopefully you're listening. And if you're not, even if you're catching this down the road, this is such a valuable podcast that I wanted to share with you. It is what I talked about this past week in my academy, which is my membership for people who want to think above par and get some coaching and dive a little bit deeper into some of the topics that I talk about here on the podcast. So I wanted to share the audio version of this call with you. Most of my calls start out with me talking about a subject, and then we open it up for some coaching and some questions. It's about finding the wins throughout the year that you had this season and setting yourself up for a really good season next year and how you can practice and use it in the off season. So without further ado, here is the recording of my call in my membership that I want to share with you. And I hope you have a beautiful and happy Thanksgiving. So today, what I want to talk about was wins and finding our wins throughout the year, even if we didn't have a very good season. And it's just a good reminder. I talk about this individually relative to playing in an individual round of golf and going through and doing an evaluation for your own benefit, for the benefit of your brain, being that you want to start out with finding in a singular round, the things that went well, you want to focus on that first. And the reason that we do that is because your brain naturally wants to go to the things that you didn't do well. It wants to go to the things that stung the most. It wants to go to where you really sucked or where you struggled, or where you made a mistake, or where you embarrassed yourself, it's going to focus on that first. It's the way the brain is designed, so we want to be on to it. You want to, especially after a round, make sure that you take a second and just sit there and go, okay, before my I let my brain go to what didn't go well today, or where I really stunk or screwed up or messed up, or all the things, what did I do well first? It takes energy, it takes effort. You're going to want to wallow in some of your misery in your round of golf. I know you know people who have done this before where they've had these great rounds, but they might have had one of their lowest rounds ever, but they'll still tell you, but I three-putted still three times, right? So they kind of suck their own joy a little bit, even though it was a great score, right? We have a tendency to find the negative first, like as in it could have been better versus really sitting and appreciating what was great about the round or what you did really well. So that, of course, is, like I said, what we do individually with rounds. But I want you to think about it in the same context as your whole year, because I know for some of us, we're still playing golf, but the golf season, as it is typically throughout that spring to fall months relative to tournaments, and the USJ events and national events and opens and all that stuff. That's kind of like our mentally our golf season. So when you look back over your season, you will know because you'll have an overall feeling about how your season went. And if it you didn't perform like you wanted to, if you didn't win the tournament that you wanted to, you can feel like you didn't have 
a great year and it can feel crappy and you can be a little disillusioned. You might not want to, you know, try as hard the next year because I've talked a little bit about our little quits that we have along the way or deciding that maybe we're putting in way more effort than we need to put in. But I want you to take a moment and look at your year on what were the wins and some areas that you can look at. It could be a mechanical win and that could be in that you realized some things with your full swing or your short game or your chipping that you took some lessons that you got a lot of great value out of. You might have some things that you notice that you're going to work on next season. Just knowing that you're going to have things to work on next season is a win in itself versus not knowing, right? We want to start with awareness. Like what did we learn mechanically? You might have had some wins that you improved in certain areas of your game really well. doesn't matter that you went backwards in other areas, just means that you want to pay attention to the areas that you did go forward in. Um, The other thing is mentally, what did you do well this year? Just listening to my podcast or being on these calls or getting coaching Where did you have some mental wins this year? It could be as much as having your own back. You had more confidence. You didn't beat yourself up after a round. You didn't worry as much about what other people thought. You started creating the habit of intention and going out there and playing and thinking about what you wanted to do during a round. You were more aware of what you were thinking and feeling over shots. Those are wins. There's lots of different areas that you can have mental wins. The consistency, and I talked about this in a podcast that I had about feeling like we go backwards a little bit mentally, is a moot point when it comes to this. You want to know your wins because you leave a little imprint in the future and on yourself going forward, meaning that you can kind of step into it. You created a new synapse in your brain, so to speak. So it's it's an open avenue for you to go into. It doesn't mean that we're not going to go backwards at times or feel like we've lost momentum, that's going to happen. But if you were able to at least create some awareness or some intentions or redirect your brain, or you pivoted more mentally on the golf course, even though you didn't pivot all the time, still win, right? We're not trying to do things perfectly because there is no perfect, right? You're always going to have this ebb and flow and you're going to keep just progressing forward. That's a win in itself. After you do that, whether you even you know, you wanted to finish a certain place in a tournament or you wanted to win the club championship in that you didn't, take that moment, even though the result wasn't exactly what you wanted, paying attention to the things that you did well during that round or that tournament. Then you want to go to what didn't go so well, like what wasn't so great. Separate out mechanically and mentally though, what didn't go so well. So we can have seasons where our swing just kind of goes sideways a little bit. Like we're like, I don't know, last season I was hitting it so much better, but I created this habit. It doesn't take much in golf to create a bad habit. That's why even good players, like professional golfers have instructors and they're practicing consistently. You would think, well, they're done. They know how to swing and they know how to hit it and they know how to hit all the shots. What they're doing is they're playing what I call whack-a-mole, meaning they're trying to whack a mole away, any bad habits from surfacing. Because if a bad habit surfaces, then that's time and energy they're going to have to take to get rid of that habit and get back to neutral, so to speak. So they want to stay, if they're not moving forward or trying to change something, they're trying to prevent a bad habit from happening. 
So golf is like never done in that instance. So you're going to have some seasons where maybe you didn't pay attention to something mechanically and it crept into your swing. And now you've got to put in the work and the effort to get rid of it, swing or short game or putting. It doesn't mean it's permanent. It doesn't mean it's not going to go away. It's just the ebb and flow in the cycle of the game of golf. So what didn't go so well mechanically first? separating out was it a mechanical issue and the way that we know it's a mechanical issue and not a mental issue is because of what you do in the practice area, what you do in the range, what you do when you're not playing in a tournament, right? I always say that part of the how we know something is mental is if we can do it on the range, but we can't do it on the golf course. So if you can't do it on the range, it's mechanical. Then we've got some things that techniques in there that you want to get some good guidance so that you're not moving in the wrong direction as you're working on or improving or changing your swing. If you can do it on the range, but you can't do it on the golf course, that's mental. So what's not working so well mentally for you in those areas? How are you getting in your way of being able to take what you own on the range, out onto the golf course. What's not working so great for you? Be very specific as you look back over your year. What didn't you do well maybe in a tournament, finishing a tournament, starting a tournament, the second round or the third round? Was it segments of the round, short game or putting where you mentally got in your own way or driving the ball? Um, Was it people that you were playing with that bothered you or got in the way of you being able to compete or conditions, right? Just really, I I call these buckets. If you take a scan and you'll notice they'll fall into certain buckets. It might be people. It could be parts of around. It could be pressure once you get down to to it, anxiety. So once we can generalize it, then you can really zone in on the next part of this equation, which is What are you going to do differently? What can you learn from it? Because going through that process, even if you haven't really felt like you've had any major wins throughout the year, it was just like worst season ever. I didn't like any part of it. Your win can be right now. Your win can be you taking what didn't go so well and deciding what you're going to do differently next year. How do you want to think differently next year? How could you do things better as you start coming up with a plan or deciding that you need to change some of your beliefs or the way that you're thinking that in itself is a win. So you instantly just got a win out of the whole season. What happens for many people is they just ignore this part and they just hope, blindlessly hope that next year it'll just be magically different. But if you don't have a plan, nothing is going to change. So I want you to make sure that you're evaluating what didn't go so well and what would I do differently next year in that situation and then come up with a plan. It might be if it's swing wise, then you got to come up with a plan. If it's a mechanical thing that you're going to take some lessons or this is the part of my game I'm going to work on, or maybe I need to have some more strength or core strength or flexibility. And that's going to be some of the work that you're going to do in the off season come up with a plan for that. If it's mental, start that today. What do you need to start thinking and believing to start shifting that? Because I promise you that it is not golf related. It is you have one brain. I mean, it's it happens in the situation of golf, but chances are if it's related to people, you're doing it off the golf course too. If it's perfectionism, you're doing it off the golf course. People pleasing, if it's not knowing how to think intentionally or how to pivot mentally, You can practice all of that 
right now off the golf course this week with Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> that is like a stressful time for most people's brains where lots of drama comes in. And we've got to pivot quickly in those situations for some people, not everybody. But right. So there's so many opportunities, especially coming up into the holiday season, where we can learn to mental mentally pivot. If that's something that everybody who has a brain could definitely work on, practice it. Because the more that you know that you have that skill and you have the um, the insight on how to do it, then when you go to the golf course next season, right? if you're a seasonal golfer, it's going to happen so much quicker. You do not have a golf brain or there is not a mental game to go. I don't like the term because we it's mental golf, right? But it's the mental part of golf, but we have one brain. Right. It's how you manage it on and off the golf course. Golf is just faster. And there's more things coming at us like it's a holiday. Right. There are people and there's situations and there's stress and there's anxiety. There's all these emotions that we have to manage in a short amount of time, which off of the golf course, not playing the game of golf, we can create way more space. We're not stuck in a container of four people playing for four hours having a range of six or seven different emotions that could happen in one round and they can change the whole four hours. Typically we can control our environment when we're off the golf course. So we feel like we can manage it a lot better. A lot of times we control our environment to places that we can manage it. It'd be like going out on the golf course and going, I'm just going to hit drivers because that's my favorite club all day long. I can manage my mind around a driver, but I can't around a gap wedge or a flop shot, right? That's not the way we play the game of golf, but sometimes we can do that in our off golf course life is we just stay in areas that are easy and comfortable for us because we can, and we can limit the times that we're not comfortable or that we're challenged. Golf, we can't do that. We're stuck in that environment if we care about our results. If you don't care about your results, then not, this is all a moot point and you're probably not on this call or listening, right? That's the parts that's challenging. So practice that now. Practice Practice it through the holiday season. I mean, practice it with the intention of just getting quicker at it. Uh, make it a game. right? And because as you do that, as you find those buckets and those areas where you weren't so successful this year mentally on the golf course, take that bucket, anxiety or anger or pressure or people or perfectionism, find it off of the golf course and practice it. Because by the time we put the speed on that we're playing the game of golf, next time you go out there and play in some tournaments, you're going to be like, I got this. I know exactly what to do. I'm going to have my own back. This is not a problem. Bring it on. You want to go into your next season saying, bring it on. I've been practicing all the time off the golf course, and this is not a problem, right? Because we can't predict golf. Things happen at a pretty fast, but even though golf is kind of a slow sport, it's not like you're playing soccer or something. It's just, it's happening at a relatively fast pace because I mean, if you top the ball, you got to hit it right away. <laughs> the, ball's, the ball's right there. It's your turn again. Right now you got to manage your mind really quickly and just so many different things that can change on a dime in the, with a game of golf. And the person who can pivot and can manage their thoughts and emotions is the person who's going to take the most, most amount or percentage of their talent out there. That's it. So the time to practice is off the golf course, not waiting till next season. So find your wins, find your wins for individual rounds, but also find it in this, in your overall season that you had first, always feels good. We leave little cookies, just like with a computer in our brain about reminding ourselves, yeah, I did that well. Oh yeah. I did that part well too, right? Maybe that I didn't suck as much as I thought I sucked in that area. 
then go to like, what didn't go so well? Like you're being a scientist, not in an opportunity to beat yourself up, not in an opportunity to feel crappy about yourself, just like a scientist. I didn't do that so well. Keep it neutral and then decide what would I do differently next year? What is my going to be my plan? Mechanically, mentally, I'm going to add course management in there too, because sometimes people just don't really know how to manage their way around the golf course. Sometimes we miss that one, right? We're like, oh, yeah, I kept short-siding myself. Well, okay, that's course management, right? Or I just was picking the wrong club off the tee box. We just don't even think about it. So it could be that as well. And then come up with a plan, right? And you just going through this process in itself is a win, which feels good pretty much for the most part. All right. Okay, so there you have it. Find your wins, my friends. And if I can help you, if you want some coaching, if you want to talk to me about any of this, make sure you reach out to me at Kathy at KathyHartwood.com. All right, have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.